In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back, everybody. A belated happy Thanksgiving. In my mind, when I chose today's topic, like this episode was coming out yesterday, that doesn't make oh, any sense. Okay, I didn't think yeah. It through. But you know what? It's the Thanksgiving haze. That's the new Taylor Swift yes. song, Thanksgiving haze, where it's just like until <laughs> now, and then it's just ushering into Chris- Christmas holiday season. So everything is just all over the place. So I think this is a perfect topic. Thank you. Because you Thank know you. what? Also, I- actually. <laughs> If you thought your yes. Thanksgiving was annoying and like shitty, could be worse. Uh, that's an understatement for sure. That is an Definitely. understatement. So there we go. Yes, it could be worse. Um, we skipped the intro today. It's fine. You guys know what the deal is. <laughs> they know what the deal is because it is the almost end of the year. And I want everyone, even if you're listening to podcasts, raise your hand. Maybe take an Instagram story and tag us of you raising your hand. If you also feel like you're just... The, the towel is thrown in. I think 2022 has won. Yeah. I just got to wait for 2023 now. I don't even know. I'm I'm just like, I think, I still feel like Thanksgiving is next week. Like, I'm, my mind is just not good with mm. this information. Mm, time, time, yeah, time is a weird one. Time is, time, is, time is weird. I do feel like the 24th is like early for Thanksgiving. Like, it's usually, I feel like Thanksgiving is usually like the 27th. You know what? You're actually right with that. Thank you. It feels yeah. like a couple days too early. It's weird. Because that's why everyone, like, it makes more sense. To, I mean, I love Christmas decorations and holiday decorations all the time. But it makes more sense for it to be the 27th and then you holidayify your home. Because then it's the weekend before December. Now we got right. a few extra days in November. Yes, we do. What just, is going it on It just then? shook out weirdly. But before we get into today's topics, we have a couple of updates in the current event sphere. A lot of updates. Yes, a lot of fraud. Um, also, before we start this episode, we're not going to talk about the murders in Idaho and also Shinquala Robinson because they're just developing very quickly. And by the time this comes out, there might be more information. So uh, I try to cover developments as quick as we can on the Not Another True Crime Instagram so if you're looking for more breaking, developing updates, um, go follow us there. Yeah, we're, we we like to wait for kind of uh, stories that are sort of developing in real time to fully develop or get more information just so we can add clarity and give you guys more information about it versus just we don't really know anything that much now and it can change so fast. But yeah, the Instagram is an amazing place to look for that. For sure, for sure. So in things we do know about, let's talk about Elizabeth Holmes. I feel we all know so much about Elizabeth Holmes. I know too much. I need to just like excise it from my brain. <laughs> but she and her bad barrel curls, I just, I can't get over that. I, I'm like, you were worth like a billion dollars and you just never got a hairstylist. Okay, even for court. It, that sums her up though, because she's like, why would I waste my time? That's so true. Yeah, her hair was just like in a very messy, messy bun all the time Mm -hmm. and like wild eyes matched the hair, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) 
But in any case, she was sentenced to uh, a little over 11 years in prison. Uh, my note was too bad, so sad. Like, <laughs> I don't think anyone feels bad for her. I mean, Tiny it's, violin. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's definitely less than the prosecutors were asking for, but more than the like, you know, one month house arrest or some joke that like her lawyers wanted, um, which is how these things tend to go. I was going to say, I think she kind of, when she got that, was like, Wait, what? I feel she thought she was going to get off a little easier. I think so, too, because she's kind of, like, scammed her way so far, like, into everything. Like, you know, I mean, she scammed her way into building this company. And, like, I don't know. And also, she's kind of started to do the scam that you feel like a lot of, I feel a lot of influencers have done this when, or, like, at least the 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 Monopoly uh, stack falls this way after they get like can- um, scandaled or canceled. They're like, oh wait, 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 wait. But I'm a mother. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> wait, okay. Wait, so wait, I wait. didn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know this, but I guess it came out when media outlets were looking at the court documents. But she's also pregnant with her second child. That right? I feel that that was revealed with that. Yeah, and she got pregnant after she was convicted. Which you're, I feel like you're right. She really tried to be like. But you can't send me to prison. I'm I'm having a baby. And, and it's the like, court is oh, like, we don't give a fuck. Elizabeth. You can go ha- in after. Yeah. Also, have you read anything? They don't care about that, which is a story in itself. But yeah, you don't. That, they're not going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah, you have to go to like your mommy and me class. Like, don't even like, yeah, come. Yeah. Come when you're ready. Come when, come when you're ready. Right. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> oh, it's bizarre. But that's that's that with her, and no. I think that's the end of that story. For <laughs> that's the end of that story. <laughs> Unless she starts a podcast in prison like Billy McFarland. I, who, by the way, I have to say, this is not in our notes, but I was right, because I was like, how are they letting him back there oh, yes. to the Bahamas? And the Bahamas, the government was like, Billy, we don't want you. You're a fugitive. Like, do not step foot here. Please don't do this shitty pirate, P-Y-R-T game God, here so now you know you know it's gonna be moved to atlantic city i just know that's a fact <laughs> that's a perfect vibe though and i would go to it oh <laughs> if it's driving distance <laughs> yeah, yeah like, we're, we're there. there we're live podcasting oh. from atlantic city okay but like yeah <laughs> but we'll do it if he moves it if he moves it i'll put in a word to his people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're like now like we end up being like co-producers of it we're like hey guys like no, fun op, fun op. No, you know why we will not do that? Because I don't so want great. us to be Todd and Julie Chrisley. Because <laughs> they knew best, but now they don't know best anymore. They knew best, but they didn't do it. <clears throat> and they didn't do it, meaning paying their taxes, basically. <laughs> I think, right? That was... was tax uh, fraud? <laughs> or is that the Judice? I, it, these, these guys had fraud convictions. Oh, shit. But it's the thing, I'm sure there's some taxes that have been unpaid for them. I feel like that just goes without saying. Okay, both. It was it was fraud and tax crimes convictions. Okay, yeah, that that So, that's good. Oh, because they Okay, because they basically had this conspiracy to defraud banks out of more than 30 million dollars in loans. Damn. But also like you have to pay back a loan. Like what's why would you why would you do that? I feel they just do the thing where like then they get another loan to pay off that loan and then they oh, don't yes, pay that one or something like that. So it's just a it's a 
It's a losing game, I would assume. Well, case in point. I don't know. It is very stupid. Yeah, apparently they falsified bank statements and all these financial statements and then used that money to buy, like, clothes and cars and, and you know, the deal. But And, I mean, I don't... I never watched Chrisley Knows Best. I've seen stills. No. Is that the clothes you spent all this money on? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, right. hey, uh, huh, huh, huh. And remember the assistant who, like, like um, was on the stand saying he was the gay lover? I don't know if anything came from that, but this this case was juicy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Right? Um, but, yeah, obviously, um, Todd is spending 12 years in prison and Julie is spending seven. They have a lot of kids. The kids are all grown, so that doesn't really play into an apart with all this. Uh, and also, not surprisingly, uh, there was just a report coming out that the show will be canceled because um, two of the no, main cast- No, keep it going. Now I'll watch. Like, if it didn't stop The Real Housewives- Right. It didn't stop Chrisley Knows Best. Come on, USA Network. Keep it going. Because <laughs> at least show us them getting sentenced. I'm like, I would watch that, like a docuseries. Oh my God, I want to see that. <laughs> my favorite, though, is now all the memes of people being like, Jen Shaw seeing the Chrisleys getting sentenced, and she's like- Abby Lee Miller looking around like, what? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, well, that was the thing that I loved about Jen Shaw because Meredith announced that she was quitting Twitter because Twitter is like just going to be parlor now. But Jen was like, yeah, I'm quitting Twitter too. And I'm like, Jen, you're not going to get Twitter access in prison. (laughs) Like, this is me being like, yeah, and I turned down the Met Gala. It's like, yeah, because the Met Gala is not inviting me. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, like I'm withdrawing my Grammy submissions to be nominated. Exactly. (laughs) Like Like, literally exactly. And it's like, okay, Jen. Do you? And also she's still on Twitter. She's searching Lisa Barlow's name and making fun of her. It's like, (laughs) never change, Jen. I know you never will. I know, right? (laughs) My God. Whatever. Whatever. And then there is another uh, update, not fraud related, um, small minor thing. But uh, earlier this month, there was a hearing that was held to establish if Lori Vallow would be competent to stand trial. And she has been deemed competent. Uh, So her trial is going to be rescheduled. We don't know when that's going to be. But that's the latest on that. Uh-huh. And so now, without further ado, 40 minutes later, I love that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So today I decided to look up an unsolved Thanksgiving mystery. It's not really a mystery, I don't think, but it kind of is. It's unsolved. It's unsolved. So let me set the scene. The year was 1930. It's Thanksgiving Eve Whoa. on a dairy farm in upstate New York in a town called Stanfordville. And I know, I started that really creepy. That was cool. You I did. wish I could keep it going. Um, but I can't. So, all right, we're talking about the German family murders and um, the patriarch of the family is James. I don't know why I didn't look this up. Husted. Husted? H-U-S-T-E-D, German. And unfortunately for me, he went by his middle name. I'm like, why, James? I know. Because I would. I feel like Husted is not, maybe that is upst- dairy farming vibe. 
I don't but know. But also it's hard because wow. it's the 1930s, so there wasn't um, news outlets at this time on video reporting about this. Yeah, like I'll just never know. No. Uh, I guess I could Google it, how to pronounce it. But then, I don't know, we'll probably get some computerized voice making it up just like mm-hmm. me. 100%. In any case. Um, so he was 47 years old. Uh, he had a family, his wife, Mabel, 48. His children, Bernice, 19, and Raymond, 10. Uh, he was a good church man, a member of the Grange, and a model farmer. So, shouts out. Very, very different world from where we are right now. Yeah. Hey, like, very known for the dairy farm. Yeah. Yeah. Love a dairy farm. And did, <laughs> I was going to go on a side tangent. Did you have Dairy Barn? Okay. It was this place. It was like a drive through place, but only for dairy products. And they had it on Long Island, and it was in the shape Ma'am? of a barn. Ma'am, no. Okay, all right. If you know, you know. If you uh, grew up with Dairy Barn, <laughs> honestly, DM not another true crime. Or me personally, I sound an unhinged, but I promise it was <laughs> not a figment of my imagination. <laughs> anyway, okay. So Bernice was a student at a business college in Poughkeepsie, and uh, she took a bus home for Thanksgiving. So she got there like the night before. But in order to like understand what had happened to this family, first we have to back up earlier in that day. So. Earlier, James, who I'm calling him James because I'm sorry, sir, um, and Raymond drove to a nearby ta- a nearby town, Millbrook, to cash a check and then pay some bills. And doing? after that, he had about $70 in cash with him. And I looked it up today, and that is like $1,200. Like, okay, the dairy money industry, bags. It really does some shit, yeah. I feel like it reminds me of when I would, um, like when you have to go sign your lease on your apartment oh. and you're walking around with like a cashier's check for the first month, last month's security broker. And you have like all your life savings in cashier's checks. Like in your pocket. Oh my God. If I get robbed right now, like I, this is the end of my life. I I am done. Why isn't, can't you not cash a cash? That's why cashier's check, right? Yeah. No, <clears throat> but I know not. what you mean. The panic is there. Right, I'm like strapping it to my chest like I'm a tourist in Barcelona or something, <laughs> like inside my sweatshirt. And I don't all, know. all I would think was like, is this check going to bounce? Is this check going to bounce? Is this yeah. check going to bounce? You're like, Netflix, you need to hold off, please. Yeah, oh, please. Don't, oh my God, don't right. auto take out my money. Like, please let me pay this apartment. Auto please. nothing. <laughs> um. So he's walking around with a good bit of cash, to be honest. Um. Yeah. He stops by his to visit his brother Paul on the way back. Um, and Paul lived about two miles away. Um, and then Bernice got to the house. She got off the bus around uh, 5.20 and actually said out loud that it looked like nobody was home. Like the lights were off. It just looked... It, yeah, it just Abandoned looked like or home. Yeah. So then when James didn't show for his dairy delivery, like two days later, they sent a guy to check on him, Willard Coons, and he got to the German property around 9 a.m. the day after Thanksgiving. So he went to the barn and saw a bunch of cows that really needed to be milked. No sign of James. And then he continued and found the bodies of Raymond and James, Mm -hmm. uh, and they were shot. And also by this point, because it was like outside and because it was Thanksgiving, they were frozen. So then uh, Willard got into his car and then he drove to Paul's house to tell him what he'd found. And honestly, in the rush to like do that, and I'm sure he was just like, 
in shock in shock yeah yeah he had kind of like failed to check the rest of the house uh or check on the women so they go back to the house the two of them they find mabel and bernice stabbed to death in the kitchen um and there were 23 wounds total that's what's so crazy about this it's just so yeah it's a lot and then the killer kind of appeared to have left bloodstained gloves behind, but really not much else. Um, and at the time, this was the worst crime in Dutchess County history. Damn. You could see why, of course, too. Yeah. And then beca- also, like, because this was 1933, we did another case like this. I think it was um, the, the Lawson family murders. Yeah. And people would um, tour it. Yes, people would tour it and like try to take souvenirs. This wasn't that. This wasn't like that. It wasn't that bad. But like, once the word got out, a bunch of people came to the house and disturbed the crime scene. Like they just, yeah, they. I don't think they knew from disturbing, cri- preserving crime scenes back then because like reporters came, spectators just or like neighbors came to the house. And, and like, I guess also back then it's not like, oh my god, no, you're tampering with DNA. That wasn't a right. Exactly. Yeah, they're just. But I remember, yeah, I remember when we covered the Lawson family murders, like people, there was like a cake left on the table and, and people, people would like it. take pieces of the cake or like find cigarette butts. Like, you oh, guys they would, weird. they would remove things that could maybe track down a person. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lord. that's, that's weird. Um, and so then a few days after the murder, a murder, the murder weapon, which was uh, an 11 inch butcher knife was found, and James's wallet was also found about a half a mile from the farm. Mm-hmm. And they were actually able to trace the knife back to where it was bought, but unfortunately, the store owner didn't remember who'd purchased it. Good talk. Yeah. They were just like, and also, you don't have a record, like a receipt paperwork of anything like that, but I guess not. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you'd think they would have some kind of, yeah, just a mm. ledger, but I guess not. So, of course, kind of with that only being the information... That was sort of given out and immediately um, tampered with crime scene and just kind of it being back in the 1930s when there wasn't a ton of like surveillance or evidence around that too. There wasn't any concrete, um, I guess, people being in the suspect situation, but there were a lot, a lot of theories. So the first one was that uh, since his wallet was missing, he had no known enemies that were really brought to the forefront. The theory was that he was uh, killed in regards to money. And since Sarah said that he had a lot of cash on him, he was a successful um, <clears throat> dairy farmer. It could point to someone just kind of like maybe a robbery, maybe someone who just felt like they wanted some cash or anything like that. Uh, the theory was that the killer meant to target Paul because Paul had recently driven off poachers from his land also. There were, there were just a lot of theories. So many theories. And of course, all of them, I don't know if any of them could really hold up in water, but um, <laughs> they, they they were all sort of out and about. Um, there's this idea also about a mysterious stranger, Florentine Ermendi, who people nice. said they saw walking near the farm around the time of the murders. That's the hard thing about crimes like then. You'd be like, oh, you walked today. You were in town, so you could be a suspect. Yeah. <laughs> just like, they're like, no, I'm just Italian. Um, he, <laughs> he was, the Florentine was eventually picked up in Brooklyn, but then also none of At the- At a wit- pool hall, which I loved. I, I loved do, that detail. I, I hope it wasn't Union Pool. Um, <laughs> he, he was eventually picked up in Brooklyn, but none of the witnesses who said they'd seen him near the farm 
could pick him out of the lineup. So it's like, did you see him? It, yeah, like, what the hell? How do you not? Like, you're just like, oh, that I know that name. I, can, I know his name, but not his face. I but like I saw his face. I feel like that's the way of, like, the outlet saying, like, they didn't really see him. Exactly. Like, yeah. He was, just, he was just walking and heading to Brooklyn. He probably was walking around to be like, could I not be a city person? It's like what all of us do when we go upstate New York for a few days. I'm like, this could be my life. Like, I actually think I would be really comfortable here and just, like, really at peace. <laughs> and then two days yeah. into the trip, I'm like, where is seamless he's try- he's like walking to try to catch the amtrak back to grand central <laughs> this guy's like i've had enough of it up here and you know what i kind of get it oh i deeply deeply understand he's like i gotta i gotta head back i gotta i gotta hunker down until like magnolia bakery gets formed i just googled that it was formed in the late 90s i thought it was earlier so i hope i don't know if florentine ever got to experience a banana pudding <laughs> i hope so anyway Besides the point. Uh, there were all kinds of other wild things, but nothing panned out. Like Bernice had an angry ex-boyfriend or a suitor. That's kind of all over the place. A lot, Yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, maybe um, they were like, oh, maybe she like brushed off this guy and he like stalked her home. And it's like. What? I mean, it's like, yeah, that could happen. Like being a woman, like, yeah, for sure. But it's just like, I don't know. Why is that your first thought is to blame the daughter? Oh, that's what I was going to say. They're like, huh, there's no evidence. It's probably the girl's fault. She yeah, right, exactly. How could we blame the woman? And also a girl who and wants to young go to girl, college? Yeah. She's in college? It is all her fault. How dare she get an education? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Authorities did offer a 25000 reward, which did not totally lead to anything either. Which I'm like, how much is that today? Like... Definitely, Shit. I feel like it's got to be like hundreds of thousands. It's That's actually kind of wild because that I think kind of shows how <gasps> big of a case this was, but how much? Almost half a mil. Whoa. $446,125.75. Wow. What? That's, I mean, I feel like this was a huge case, but. There's not a lot of information about it now. Like I, I know. Like you have to go into like the New York Times archives mm-hmm. and have a digital subscription, first of all. Um, and like, yeah, there's just it's hard to find stuff about it now, which is wild. It is. It's it's a hard thing where there's so many, I feel like, cases back then they were just like, uh, we did all we could. And they did in their their time, but very hard to kind of go off of anything. <clears throat> yeah. But there was a suspi- there was a sp- suspicious neighbor, right, Sarah? There was. There was. So, in 1933, FDR, yes, that FDR ordered a new investigation. That's insane to me. I yeah. Okay, so if you were like me when I first read that and was like, why is the president getting involved in this murder like upstate New York? It's not really upstate, it's like the Hudson Valley. He loved him. Um the answer is that actually at that time FDR was just the governor of New York and he was oh. also from Dutchess County. So it was like, you know, kind of near and dear to him. And, you know, some people argued that it was for political reasons. But, I mean, honestly, whatever. Like, if if it gets solved, it gets solved. Um, yeah, yeah. So at this point, the state's attorney general took over the investigation. Uh, and the suspicion fell on one of their neighbors, Arthur J. Curry. <laughs> and this is truly, this guy's resume is truly like, 
those Instagram girlies because he is a chicken farmer and a barber and also a roadhouse operator and maybe a bootlegger. You know, this is he created the gig economy. Yeah. He's like, I got I got all my burners on. Yeah. Which I which I commend. I'm also confused, but I commend. I mean, I'm like, ah, oh, I need a haircut. I'm just gonna go to the chicken farmer down the road. Yeah. Like and gives you a bottle of moonshine or something. Yeah. I'm like imagining like he's shaving you with like a meat cleaver. Like, how is that gonna go? Oh, like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> like straight up. The worst pies in New York. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, props to this guy because he had side hustles on side hustles. Oh. Um, especially if he was a bootlegger. <laughs> That's like the original side hustle. That really, that really is. That was the wing wished. It had the elements of the boot of the bootlegging. <laughs> TBT to that place. I can't wait till we do an episode on that because oh <laughs> one more dust settles. <laughs> Truly. So, so Arthur um, had a violent history and actually had mm. served prison time for assault. And detectives kind of overheard there was bad blood between him and and James because. Uh, they were fighting over some land. People get feisty over their land. Basically, the gist was that Arthur had leased James some land, but James was not letting Arthur hunt on that land. So I wonder if it was because it would scare the cows. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a good point. Or like if know. you accidentally hit one of his cows, then you fucked. That then that would be a real a real feud. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So Arthur's wife also told police that he'd gone to the German's farm to collect rent money, mm. rental money around the time the murders happened. Suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then she claimed that he told her he wasn't able to get the money. Oh. So eventually Arthur was charged with the murders, but the evidence was like very shaky. It was kind of just all circumstantial. And I mean, I don't even know what what forensic evidence one would have had back like, in that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's a barber, and he was on the land he, he, on the, that he owns. And, mm, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, they had that bloody glove that they found, but I'm just like, you know, I feel like unless you left a signed note saying I did it I, at a crime scene, <laughs> back like then. what are they going to use to prove it? I, unless yeah, you I, left like a boot print, you know? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I guess he didn't do any of that. No. Uh, so Arthur's lawyer petitioned to get the case dismissed. And ultimately, the justice who heard the case thought it was lacking in evidence. So Fair. the charges were dropped. And your boy and FDR, then, what happened, Sarah? He, was he still yes, focused then, on this? I know. No. At this point, so FDR became president and he kind of had bigger fish to fry. He was like, like oh, I'm global. You know, and by global the Great I Depression, I guess. Um and then Arthur died in 1955. So, you know, if he did it, it kind of died with him. And then again, in 1957, the case got brought up in a segment on the Daily News called Justice Story. And I feel like it deserves like a little like justice story. I love that. Yes. <laughs> so journalist Ruth Reynolds put forth the theory that basically the killer was a guy Bernice had gone out with at some point. She didn't really give a reason either. Like she... This was the original clickbait. Wait. This I know. is the original, like, someone at BuzzFeed was assigned to, like, say they hate White Lotus to get clicks. <laughs> Seriously. She just kind of wrote, I'm led to believe that she went around with young men unknown to her parents, ah! 
And I think if we could reconstruct the history of her life, we might get a solution of the crime. I'm like, are we slut shaming? Is this Recon- ye slut shaming? Reconstruct the history of her life. First of all, no one do that. How dare you? And as Pink would say, I'm not a slut. I just like love. Or I just love love. <laughs> but also, how are we just pulling out of the abyss? Ruth, who wasn't even at that, was just like, yeah, she probably just sleeping around a lot and someone got pissed. Like, where, how is that where you pull out of your hat? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and there, there was a book. There was like a book that did a forensic analysis. And basically, oh, it's called The German Family Murders, A Forensic Collusion mm-hmm. to a Cold Case. And basically the author of that book thinks it was Arthur Curry. Um, oh, and hi. I mean, I kind of think it was too. I think he just, it's like, you know, all the pieces fit. He had anger issues. He was mad at James. He needed or he wanted money from him. And then he just like did something completely horrible. I could I could see that correlating more than someone at Bernice's college got mad about her. Yeah. But also, I don't know how much, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to me, I'm like, I I think this guy did it and and just got away with it because because mm-hmm, there's no evidence. It was the 1930s, like, and I do, th- and like also in the 1930s, I know, I was gonna say this sounds like a stupid thing to say, but I feel like so many of the fights then were about like, you're in my like p- fight still now, or in like my property oh, yeah. line or anything like that. Like people get very cr- protective over their what they feel is their property, um, which is not something we have to deal with in the city because no one <laughs> I'm like not going to be like that's my two square feet uh, but there I feel that really does correlate to making sense and then also on top of that he would know like the surrounding areas of like nobody would be around to see me because I am like on their yard and if anybody was like seeing him he could say like I was just walking on my property yeah I mean it's like he lived nearby he knew I don't know yeah he lived nearby. He was already mad. Did they ever check to see if he suddenly had $70 on him? I guess by the time suspicion was cast on him, it was like so much later. I guess, yeah. And then FDR was like, who? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I to me, it seems like it was probably that guy, but they just didn't have a good case. And yeah, and the and you know what made me the wife tried to throw him. I feel like that could really do. The wife was like, "No, I think I th- I think I think it's on them." Yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it. And also, I'm kind of looking at some photos that I think are of Kari. I could see it. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah, so is that yeah, look yeah, in his yeah, eyes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. With a very what? and you know, I was gonna say, oh, he's a barber. I was gonna say. His bald is like in a perfect setup because he has like the side hair, but bald on top. But I guess that's that barbing. Oh, like Larry. And I don't David? mean being a Nicki Minaj fan. I mean being a barber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we solved the case. Frankly, I think I think we we will head up. I mean, I do love Poughkeepsie, so I would love to head up there so we can go and you know check out check out the scene even more. I googled the love business that. college. It is it is out of um, service, I guess, because a business. College would just go into a regular college now. But um, it was one of the largest commercial colleges in the United States. So shout out to that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, while we solve that, do you think we would be able to solve whatever trivia Jorge has in store for us? I think so. (laughs) 
Alright, so for today's game, I thought we could continue in our belated Thanksgiving celebrations and do some good old-fashioned Thanksgiving Day trivia. Wait, before we do that, I have to tell you, I got a few DMs that the statue of David, made by Michelangelo, is in Florence, not the Vatican. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're meaning to tell me the internet steered me wrong? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I think I actually have a picture of the statue in Florence. Okay, Sarah flew. <laughs> yes, I went to get there. some trivia and with her own two eyes to get my one trivia point. Well, didn't you win that game like seven to three? No, I won I it know. seven to three. I think the, the, <laughs> that one. So I'll give Sarah. I'll, it could be four to six. Thank you. I need that, or seven to four, whatever. No, because I would lose one and you would get one, right? No, I think, yeah, Sarah would just gain a point. Oh, yeah. But let, let me see if I can find that game. <laughs> Vatican. Oh, no, it was a close game. It was four to three. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have to go back and do a tiebreaker for that one. Oh, my God. I, I, do, I, I do have a tiebreaker question planned for this game. So if it's not tied, we'll use that question okay, to decide fabulous. our previous three okay. games. So let's get into today's game. Before we settle our um, our, our previous business, <laughs> oh my God! Well, thanks for keeping Too me nice. honest, listeners. I uh, that's weird. I, I must have uh, misread that. Okay, so for today's game, we're just going to do some good old-fashioned true or false Thanksgiving oh Day trivia to see how much you appreciate the day of the turkey. Ooh. The day I literally said before is like my least favorite holiday because I don't care. <laughs> is this actually your least favorite holiday? I just doesn't do Why? anything for me. I don't like the food. Well, I'm a vegetarian. I don't oh, love okay. the food. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hate right. when everyone is either turkey trotting. Because this one, no, you're turkey trotting while, you just, while you're cooking a turkey. Make that make sense. Everything yeah. is like the same color. It's like so bland. Um, and every it's kind of just like it's like it's like boring foreplay to the holiday actual holiday season when it's that's more true. Yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving does kind of feel like a little bit of a chore. It feels like homework before we get to the reward of Christmas. Tell me why I ordered aluminum foil. Like, what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> my hot take is like turkey is not good. Right. Yeah. Well, let's see if people agree with you, Sarah. Okay, and here is the out. first two are false. Oh, About 20 million turkeys are consumed each Thanksgiving in the United States. True or false? That's so tricky because it's like, what if it's 21 million? Then it's false. No, okay, it's not It's it's not super close. It's, um, oh. know, it's either this or a lot million. more or a lot less. I think actually it's a lot more because there's a lot more people in the U.S. I'm going to say false. That is correct, Sarah. Do Ooh. you do you have a guess on how many actual millions are consumed? Maybe like three hundred million. <laughs> that would be a turkey uh, person. I don't know. Which is a little outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> the actual number is forty-five million turkeys. Oh my god! Whatever. I still got it right. <laughs> what? You do get the point, Sarah. You do get the point. That is insane. <laughs> That's a lot of turkeys. That is so million. much. And I mean. Our, our man in this episode was a nice dairy farmer, but they're not nice anymore, people. Just FYI. <laughs> anyway. But the dairy farmers aren't nice anymore? <laughs> well, if you're upstate local with like a cow on your property, you were nice, I suppose, but. That's true. That's, that's not true. where the milk get ordered on fresh tricks coming from. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, Danny, this next question is for you. About 60% of people have already started their holiday shopping by the time Thanksgiving rolls around. True or oh, false? True. 
That is correct. 60% of people, which to me was pretty outrageous because my holiday okay. shopping starts the week before Christmas. So uh, um, I don't know how Jorge. people are doing this. He's Wait, just shopping on all Amazon. The, all the deals are now. I guess deals are now. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm a serial procrastinator. So the thought of that. starting shopping a month before Christmas is just brings me anxiety. So well, I'm, also, I'm not going to do that. It's the thing you get to go shopping and you mainly buy stuff for yourself. And then you're like, oh, and then that. Because exactly. like, all the markets are popping up too and everything. I feel so productive today. I bought 10 <laughs> things for myself and one thing for my mom. Exactly. exactly. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. All right, Sarah, this next question is for you. Uh, Thanksgiving is the busiest travel holiday of the year. True or false? Ooh, I feel like it's either that or Christmas. But are people traveling on Christmas? I don't think so. I'm going to go with true. Incorrect. It's actual Christmas. Yeah, it's no. Christmas. Yeah. I was think the only reason Damn I thought it. it would be that is because of that movie Four Christmases. Oh, uh, it's because of Home Alone. <laughs> um, but like who's traveling <laughs> on actual Christmas? Vince like, Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon? That's true. I would have thought everybody wants to be like settled by Christmas, but oh, I should have gone with my gut. Here, I was thinking about this actually. There's... Basically, no movies about Thanksgiving. Actually, that I, can I, think I of. just did an article of Thanksgiving movies. Um, uh, well, there's a couple. Uh, is there actually? Huh? There's, there's, um, well, there's a lot of movies that have scenes on Thanksgiving, but right. um, there's a movie called, I think it's Home for the Holidays with like Holly Hunter that's about going home. I'm pretty sure for Thanksgiving. Oh. And then that movie Tower Heist with Ben Stiller is all about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Tower Heist. What? And of course, the classic, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. Oh. Yeah, that might be the only one that I would accept. Tower Heist is like <laughs> a weird action kind of flick. It's like a heist that takes place on the, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> is, um, oh, well, I don't know. People, because I Googled and they said the Big Chill was one, but I don't know if that was Thanksgiving. That was Home for the Holidays, one of the best movies of all time. I didn't watch the Big Chill. Oh, <laughs> okay, that okay. Homework for everybody. I gotta update my list. That four Christmases you don't have to watch because like Vince Vaughn's kind of annoying. But The Family Stone, also one of my favorite holiday movies. That is a great one. Have we watched Jorge? Have you watched The Family Stone? I never heard of that movie. Are you before kidding in my life. me? <laughs> the Family Stone. I feel like when you made us do the Where quiz about like these movies. The Family Stone. <laughs> you know what if we have I to make my a quiz for Jorge one week? Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, that would be fun. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. And it will be like Real Housewives like, trivia. <laughs> the Family Stone. <laughs> I've sat through so many mention it all. That's recordings. true. Shout out to you. You probably do well. You might have I have more. not absorbed a single ounce of information, <laughs> so I would probably get zero percent okay. on that one. If you absorbed anything from this, fun. it's watch the Family Stone. <laughs> okay, Family Stone, Family Stone. Put it oh, on the list. Everyone, if you know, you're already weeping and laughing about how Sarah Jessica Parker's character in it. All right, enough stalling, Danny. This question is for you. <laughs> uh, the Pilgrim Monument is located at Plymouth Rock. Isn't it the thing where they actually didn't land there first? But I feel like a monument would be where the money is because alliteration. I'll say true. Incorrect. Oh. It's not. It is in Provincetown, Massachusetts, oh, which is fuck. in Cape Cod. Was it? You were right. They actually, this is where they first landed. It oh. wasn't where the money was. Oh, damn. 
It's where yeah. the gays are. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> it's a fun place. I oh, love that town. Well, it's so funny. I went there the first time this summer and I was like, where did I learn that the pilgrims didn't land at Plymouth first? And I was like, when I was at a, on a dune tour of Provincetown, which was also so much fun to do. Nice. I did a whale watching uh, oh. tour in Provincetown. It was, I saw some whales. It was so fun. It is so beautiful. And like one last stalling aside, that, that so much of the land there is um, uh, where you can't, t- like you can't fuck with it. So it's so beautiful. Right, right, right. It's all like reserve Re- reservations yeah. or, or protected lands. Yeah, it's it's really, really nice. It's a great, um, great holiday spot, actually. Oh, Cape Cod. It's it's actually fun in the in the winter. It's it's nice. Ugh, it's beautiful. That's good to know. All right, Sarah. This next question is for you. America's favorite Thanksgiving side dish is stuffing. True or false? I'm going to go with true. That is correct, Sarah. Stuffing. It is stuffing. Stuffing is everyone's favorite side dish. Because I think honestly, like America's too diverse for it to be mac and cheese. Like that's not really a mm. northern thing. Even though that's the correct answer. But I was gonna say the correct answer is mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. I would have thought sure. mashed potatoes. That would have been my first guess. Yeah, stuffing. I think the only reason stuffing is sticking around is because of the nostalgia factor. Yeah, like again, yeah. it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, it's just like bread. Bread covered yeah, in like, yeah, mushy bread. Oh. Just give me a slice of bread, actually. <laughs> give me the baguette. <laughs> Yeah, like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? All right, Danny, uh, this question's for you. Macy's was the first American department store to sponsor a parade in celebration of Thanksgiving, true or false? That's the biggest, but I wonder if it was before. This could be an easier, too easy, or I'm going to, I went with the easy answer last time, so I'm going to say this was false. That is correct. It was not Macy's. Any thoughts on who it was first? Oh. It was four years before oh, the Macy's parade started in 1920. What was a big story? Mm, I don't know why. Was Lowman's before Macy's? No. Incorrect. It was Gimbel's. It's Philadelphia Department Store. They launched a parade Ooh, in 1920. Nice. But then Macy's launched it and it like, became wildly popular. <laughs> you're like, you're like, hey, you going to go to Gimbel's in Philly? No, I'm going <laughs> to... Stick around to New York to right. see Macy's. You made this. I made this. <laughs> it was um, the Macy's Day Parade also became super popular when it was featured in Miracle on 34th oh, Street. So bad. That actually had actual footage of the parade the previous year. Every time a bell rings. Right. Right. Oh, a Wonderful Life is better. Not that there's a competition. But yeah. <laughs> All right, Sarah. Uh, this one is I'm going to explain to you in two parts. So a founding father once proclaimed this, no citizen of the U.S. shall refrain from Turkey on Thanksgiving Day. This is an actual quote. It is? Did Alexander Hamilton say this, true or false? I don't know. It seems like something Ben Franklin would say, so I'm going to say false. (laughs) Incorrect. He did actually say this. No! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ben Franklin actually said something like... um, He seems like a turkey guy. Like turkey should be our our natural yeah, he bird instead of that. the eagle. Okay. You're right. Okay, so I feel like that was actually a very educated guess. Oh, yeah, it was, it was. But, but it was, it wrong, was Alexander so Hamilton, which is actually kind of interesting because he wasn't he wasn't even born in the continental U.S. Right? Yeah, wasn't he born in like the Caribbean or something? Yeah, he was born in the Caribbean. Um, yeah. But he he loved turkey on Thanksgiving Day. He's a big turkey lover on Thanksgiving. He Day. loves turkey. He's and the musicals. only one. <laughs> what? Or, 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 
All right, we have a tie game, and oh, this is the last question, shit. Danny. Here we go. JFK was the first president to pardon a turkey. True or false? False. It was true. Oh! It was the first turkey pardoner. Um, he pardoned a 55-pound turkey. On November 19th, um, he said, let's keep him going because he was so big and fat. Um, and he ended up uh, being assassinated three days after this. Wow. This was so that's 16, the real reason. Yeah, 1963. <laughs> the pro-Thanksgiving mafia. <laughs> How dare you pardon a turkey? I was just saying. <laughs> but then he like sure that turkey was eaten then like four weeks later. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's why I don't get the whole pardon turkey thing. Me either. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It was apparently um, Ulysses S. Grant started the tradition of, of pardoning a turkey did. every single year. Um, JFK was simply the first one to kind of do it. But then Grant was like, let's make this a thing. Um, it's a weird so tradition. Weird. Like, but it's kind of fun. Because then like that turkey's just staring like full eyes like, wait, where's my sister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where the fuck am I? <laughs> also, it's kind of weird when you're a kid and you see the president like pardoning a turkey and then you eat a turkey. Like, well, right? we yeah. didn't pardon this one? <laughs> like, this guy got out alive, but none of his Wait, friends Wait, it's did. a good lesson to show you the executive branch can only do so much. <laughs> right, right. Shout out to anyone not getting their student loans. <laughs> All right, we have a tie game. We're going to need a or, uh, tie breaker question for this game. I'll come up with another tie breaker question next time to settle our game from uh, two weeks ago. Artistary. Uh, but here is how it's going to work. The, I have a list of the most disliked Thanksgiving foods. There's oh. three foods on this list. You will each write down what you think the top three most disliked Thanksgiving foods are. And whoever gets the most right will win this game. Okay. So take a piece of paper, some pen. Disliked pencil. Thanksgiving foods. Do we have to get all three or just the most? The most out of the both of you. So are you both ready? Yep. Yes. All right, um, uh, Sarah, you will review your list first. What do you got? Okay, cranberry sauce, pecan pie, and green beans. Okay. Wait. Danny, what do you have? <laughs> I have cranberry sauce, green bean casserole, and turkey. I, I went hot take. Ooh. Danny, you got them all. That is ah, correct. It is cranberry sauce, shit. turkey, and green bean casserole. Oh, man. You won this game. Well done. Thank you, but I'm fuming because you know my fucking only thing that I love at <laughs> Is green bean casserole with the fried onions on top. Oh, oh why? So gross. <laughs> oh, God, Daddy. That's how whoever was fat as a kid, y'all y'all eating it with me, the cream and mushroom soup. Because it's literally just, I was like, oh, I love mushrooms because it was just chunky mushroom soup, green beans, and fried onions. It's truly my favorite foods. And cranberry sauce is delicious as well. Cranberry sauce, sauce I could do without, but Sarah, pecan pie? I love pecan oh, wait. pie. I actually got mad at you for that. I don't know. I was thinking of doing turkey, but I thought it was too hot of a take. Girl, you got to yeah, be fuego. Everyone hates turkey. I don't know why we keep True. eating it. It's a bad meat. But I honestly prefer pumpkin pie. That's my hot take. Okay, pumpkin pie is delicious. I love a good pecan pie, though. I it's so pecan. good. Pecan is my... Because I love a pie... Well, here's... I love a pie that has, like, a little bit of, like, the gooiness in it, like, pecan blueberry. Yeah, yeah. I love blueberry pie, too. Oh, yeah. it's so good. And pecan pie with some chocolate chips in it. Heaven. I've never tried that. I have to have never that. Tried that. It's so good. Right, maybe I'll it's make so that. Mm-hmm. Well, Danny, congratulations. Uh, we do have an unsettled game <laughs> to uh, to settle next week, but I think that brings you 
maybe one point ahead in the True Crime Uh-oh. Championship. Ah. Okay. Yeah, it's neck and neck. It really it. has been all year. Oh my gosh. No, okay, Danny, you're leading by two points, but one oh. of these points might disappear and go to Sarah. We'll oh, know. true. We'll find out next week. Okay, oh, well, I mean, neck and neck. pressure's eye, and me and Sarah already figured out who we're going to be discussing next week, and it's going to be real. I have high hopes. I think it's going to be a very interesting episode, very chaotic one. But, yes. um, yeah, so you guys can talk to us all about this episode in the Facebook group, Not Another True Crime group. Please join that. Uh, you could follow us on Instagram at Not Another True Crime. You could follow me on Instagram at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. Follow me at Sarah Lameem, and thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico, Sean Kilby, and Rebecca Sosmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at Not Another True Crime on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and send all of your emails to natc at betches.com. Betches.